0: Looking for guidance for how your children should interact with those screens that are everywhere in today's world? Well, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Portable Practical Pediatrics, a podcast for parents and families, a place dedicated to children and their well being. And now, direct from Studio 1E in Charlotte, North Carolina. Here's your host, Dr. Paul Smollen. In the last few years, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the AAP, has updated their screen time guidelines for children, and I thought it was important for today's parents to know what these experts are currently recommending. In the past, the AAP recommendations stated that any screen time for children under the age of two years was strictly forbidden. No ifs, ands, or buts. This recommendation created an uproar among parents, as you can imagine. But things have changed recently. The AAP has modified their under two year old restrictions, as well as some of their other screen advice, noting the potential of screens to connect families foster imagination, and allow children to explore learning opportunities in safe, controlled environments, under the guidance of adults, of course. Current research serves as the guide to the newest AAP guidelines. As in the past, the latest research still confirms that screen time does not improve the language skills in children under 12 months of age, and only marginally has benefit for children between 12 and 24 months of age in terms of language development. It is interactive language with others that is the basis of learning language in young children, not passive screen watching, pure and simple. Therefore, The AAP now recommends that children under the ages of 18 months not have screen exposure except for video chatting. For children 18 to 24 months, they have loosened up and recommend that children in this age range should only have exposure to video chatting and high-quality content that they consume with a parent or other adult. For children 2 to 5 years of age, Parents should allow no more than one hour a day of high-quality content and should co-watch with their children. The research shows that the act of watching media content on a screen with a parent or adult is important for learning. Parents of older children should work to develop a clear media plan and boundaries as a family. More on this in a bit. An important and stressed component of the new AAP screen recommendations is the quality of the content. The AAP is very clear in saying that the content should be carefully chosen. Parents should be particularly wary of the thousands of apps and shows labeled as educational. Educational according to who? They warn, be discerning. Okay. Now, down to the nitty-gritty, some practical guidelines. Here are some of the recommendations for parents as given by the AAP. 1. Set screen limits at every age. Limit setting is key in the digital media use, just like in diet, behavior, sleep, and parenting in general. Parenting strategies are the same across various environments, including screen media. 2. Avoid displacement. When using digital media, caregivers should consider what is being displaced and strive to maintain protected time for conversation, play, and creativity. Three, address digital etiquette. Children and young adults must learn that online interactions should follow the same social guidelines as face-to-face encounters. Conversations about appropriate content, etiquette, empathy, and safety should occur early to provide a foundation for all digital media use. Four, engage in using digital media together. Parents are advised to let their children show them what they are doing online. This helps children feel empowered and helps the parent learn while both parent and child are engaged. While classic parent-child activities like reading a story or playing a game look different in digital formats, it remains important to value the time spent together. Five, Create definitive media-free zones. Create media-free zones such as during mealtimes and at bedtime and set aside specific days or hours as media-free periods. Parents should also eliminate background TV, which dramatically reduces conversation or talk time with children. And finally, number six, model media behaviors. Adults need to be attentive to their own personal digital media use or overuse. Parents and other caregivers may ignore their children when using their own devices, and parental behavior provides strong modeling for children's behavior, including adult digital media use. Okay, let's sum it all up. With regard to screen time and children, here is what we know. The AAP has somewhat loosened their screen time recommendations and also acknowledged that media has potential to be used as a tool for children. The key word here is tool. The AAP says that media should be used as a tool rather than a babysitter, a reward, or a punishment. The experts also admit that concepts about children and screen time are evolving And more research needs to be done. However, some key components ring true. Setting boundaries, monitoring quality of content, co-watching with your children, parents serving as role models for one should interact with their screens, and clear media-free zones. Think dinner table and bedrooms. All need to be thought out and implemented. Hopefully this helps to shed some light on what is now recommended as far as screen time guidelines for your children. But don't forget one of my favorite Doxmo pearls, which is, quote, "Don't let the Mario brothers or any other media creation have more impact on your children than you do." Well, as always, thanks for choosing to spend some of your precious time with me, Doxmo. I'm honored, and I have been making this podcast for the past 10 years as my way of improving the lives of children and families. If you find value in this podcast, take a moment to hit a few like buttons, send your comments to my blog, www.docsmo.com, or recommend Portable Practical Pediatrics to someone you think might also enjoy learning about pediatrics. And of course, don't forget to check out my newest book on Amazon called Great Kids Don't Just Happen. It's getting rave reviews, and I think you will really enjoy reading it. This is Dr. Paul Smolin reminding you that it is not being mean to limit those screens. Until next time. I would like to thank the following people for their assistance in the production of this podcast. Dr. David Jaffe, the voice of the introduction. Robert Beezer, the composer-arranger of the intro music, Ann Gesner, my wonderful content editor, Benjamin Smolin and Jerome Moof, the talented musicians who produced this delightful theme music, Sarah Smolin and Nathaniel Horlick for their digital wizardry, and Wendy Smolin, Esquire, and Seth, the Rocketman barrister, Jaffe, for their inspirational guidance. Thanks, guys. By listening to this PEDCAST, you agree to all of the terms and conditions found at the DocSmo.com website. This DocSmo.com PEDCAST is informational only. Dr. Smolin does not diagnose, treat, or offer specific medical advice for your child. For specific medical advice regarding your child, consult his or her health care provider.